Hello, it's Kat again, and welcome back to So Below, Healing Trauma with Respect to Our Duality. Today, I want to discuss um, noticing when we are being toxic. And the reason I want to go there is because a lot of times when we discuss trauma, we discuss being surrounded by toxic people and how to deal with them and how to recognize them. Um, But I've been doing a lot of talk about introspection and looking at yourself and seeing where we are. And a lot of times when we've been through something traumatic, we replace uh, patterns of connection with patterns of protection. And we do that to protect ourselves, but sometimes that protective armor that we put on can turn us into toxic people. And so one of the things I want to do is help us recognize things in ourselves that could be considered toxic behaviors and that could be off-putting to other people or that could affect the relationships in our lives in a negative way, which is really what we're trying to avoid. We're trying to avoid disrupting our vibration. We want to vibrate higher. We want to be emotionally well put together. We want to be you know, emotional warriors. So that's one of the things that I want to do is help us recognize where in ourselves we can do better and where in ourselves we can make changes because overall it's going to help benefit you in the long run. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going out there and abusing other people, but toxic behaviors are things that cause drama. They are things that cause hurt feelings. They are things that cause disruptions in your life. And, um, Avoiding those disruptions is one of those key things to finding your peace and to finding that stability and balance inside of yourself. And the first toxic thing I want to point out is hate. You'd think it's obvious that hate is toxic, but the way it runs rampant in the world around us, it's clear that it's not obvious how toxic it can be. But anytime you show hate for one group of people, that's not a natural state of being, and that's not how we're supposed to be. Hate itself isn't necessarily toxic, and it has its purpose. I did talk about renaming our demons, and hate does serve a purpose. Sometimes we need that to be able to move past something. Hate and love are very closely connected, and especially when it's something like abuse and, uh, you know, situations where it's a long-term amount of trauma. Sometimes the only way you can move past it is to hate the person for a while. And sometimes that hate serves a purpose, but that's a temporary thing. Hate is something that you shouldn't allow to be in your your life consistently because it is something that will sap your energy and it will take from your soul because hate isn't something that is natural in us. It does come easily to us, but it is not a natural state of being for people. It's more like emotional triage. It's like taking care of it in the moment so that you can get on with what you have to do. It's like when you're in the battlefield and you break your arm and you have to splint it just so you can move on until you can get to a place to get it properly set and taken care of. That's what that hate serves a purpose for. But if you bandage a bullet wound with dirty rags, you're going to have to get back in there and clean the dirty rags out and clean the area out. Otherwise, you're going to get an infection. And that infection is going to seep toxicity into your bloodstream and you're going to die. It's going to kill you. It's the same thing with your soul. Hate will kill your soul. If you don't get in there and clean the muck out, it's going to stay there and fester and turn into something that is bigger than it needs to be. So when we're looking for toxic behaviors in ourselves, if you notice that you hate a specific group of people for whatever reason, 
if you're racist or homophobic, you need to look at yourself and ask, why am I so afraid of this person? Or why do I dislike this person so much just because they have a different skin color than me or from, they're from a different place than me? Or, you know, any other reason or because they love somebody different than I love. Who cares? I can tell you this much. The gods don't give a fuck who you fuck. They don't give a fuck about your skin color. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. You are your soul. You are what your soul is made of. The skin color, that's just, it's dressing. It's outside appearance. It's material and it has nothing to do with anything. But hate is something that is taught to us. So if there's somebody that you dislike for any reason, or if you look at them and you judge them because they sin differently than you, because they have a different lifestyle than you do, something you don't necessarily approve of, again, I said good and bad is subjective. What is good to you isn't good to another person. What you call sinning, another person calls a good Saturday night. It doesn't matter uh, in the sense that you should be hating other people for it. Because let's be real, you got to mind your own fucking business. And I can guarantee that the person who's hating those other groups of people, they're going to be punished for that behavior. Whereas you're not going to be punished for the color of your skin on the other side. You will be punished for judging people for their color of their skin. You won't be punished for it. You won't be punished for who you choose to love. You're not going to be punished for homosexuality on the other side. You will be punished for treating somebody bad for being a homosexual. Another common form of hate that comes with trauma is hating, you know, the opposite gender. When you've been wronged in a relationship or in many relationships, it's easy to blame the other gender. Oh my God, men suck. Or, oh my God, women are the worst. That's an easy out to blame it on the other group. It's an, it's an excuse. It's a cop-out is what it is. Um, I was actually just talking to a friend the other night, and I hope if he hears this, he doesn't think that this is a call-out or anything because I'm not trying to be a dick about it. But it brought something to my attention because he was talking about reading this book called The Alpha Male or something, and it talked about how uh, women only want to be with men that treat them like garbage. And when he was explaining to me that he had a friend who also, you know, he was the nicest guy ever. And every time he was a good guy, he couldn't get a girlfriend. But then suddenly when he started treating girls like an asshole, he could get girls. And my response to that is girls who only go for men who treat them like jerks have been traumatized. And that is a trauma response. And anytime you treat somebody badly to get them as opposed to earning their trust through proper healthy channels, you're perpetuating a cycle of abuse. If you blame an entire other gender because you can't get with that person or you can't get with somebody in that gender, it's time to examine yourself and say, why can't I get those people? Maybe I'm not as good of a person as I think I am, and maybe some of the things I'm doing are coming off in ways I'm not understanding. And so maybe it's time to look at yourself from a different perspective. But blaming an entire gender and saying, oh, they only want this and they only want that, you're wrong. That's just, it's wrong. That's not how it works. Just like with, you know, with women and men, the same thing. Like, I remember one time having a conversation about homosexuality with my father and, 
you know, saying that I knew it wasn't a choice because I hated men so much because of certain things I had experienced that I wished I could be gay. I wish I could just make the choice, I said, because it would be so much easier to just marry one of my best friends and it would be no drama and blah, blah, blah. You know, and I hated men so much, but men weren't the problem. It's unhealed humans who are the problem. So again, putting all of that hate and all of that onto all men, that's a toxic feeling for me too, just like it is for anybody else to put all that on all women or all that on all somebody, on all of a group. It's just wrong. Because not every single person did that thing to you. Not every single person in that grouping hurt you. One person did. Growing up Mormon, one of the articles of faith that we had to memorize as children said, men must be punished for their own sins and not for Adam's transgressions. And what that meant is that each person will be punished and will be uh, expected to answer for their own actions and their own behaviors. Each person will be required to take care of and take accountability for their own behaviors and for their own actions. That's the person's job. That's the individual's responsibility. An individual's journey has nothing to do with the group. And so hating an entire group of people in any way, shape, or form is just plain wrong. So if you have hate, that is a toxic trait and it is something to examine. Hate should be temporary. It should be something to fuel you to nothing, your abuser, to feel absolutely nothing for that person because hate is toxic. It's taking poison, expecting to hurt somebody else. And it doesn't work that way. It's a temporary emotion. And if you feel it on a day-to-day basis, you might just be the toxic one in this situation. But the next one, I want to go in the opposite direction. And I want to go with avoidance. If you find yourself silencing your feelings and silencing your thoughts and putting your needs on the back burner to please people around you, if you find yourself silencing yourself and keeping you know, yourself from actually being who you are, if you're constantly walking on eggshells, you're in a toxic situation. Whether you're the toxic person in that situation, you're still allowing yourself to be in a situation that is toxic, which is toxic for you as well. We allow these behaviors. So if you notice you're constantly walking on eggshells, that is a behavior to notice and say, I am being toxic to myself and I'm being unfair to myself. Your body recognizes it, which is why you're walking on eggshells. Your your subconscious recognizes it. Now it's time for you to bring that to the forethought, the forefront of your thoughts and say that, yeah, this is toxic and me not standing up for myself and me not taking space in my area, not being a part of my, my home, my, my life, my situation. If you're not taking part and you're putting yourself on the back burner, that is toxic. You deserve space. So avoidance is the next one. Avoidance usually leads to the next one, which is bouts of explosive anger. If you find yourself being angry a lot, you're probably dealing with issues that aren't what you're angry about. A lot of the times we will take our anger out on the people around us, on customer service people, on friends, on family members, when we're not feeling heard. 
So if you are feeling like, you know, you have the longest fuse in the world until suddenly you don't. And then all of a sudden one thing sets you off and you're exploding on somebody that is toxic. And that shows you that you have boundaries being crossed all over the place somewhere in your life. That anger is, you know, a protector that tells you, hey, your boundaries are being crossed and you don't like it. And it's telling you to stand up for yourself. Usually it comes out in the wrong situations. And usually that anger gets taken out and displaced onto the wrong person because it's not the person who actually deserves the anger because we can't take it out on them or we don't know that it's them or we don't know where the anger is coming from and we're not actually paying attention to it. We're just dealing with the reaction and not the thing that's causing the reaction. The next trait is gossip. If you find yourself constantly talking shit about other people, you have a problem that you're not dealing with. It's not about the other people. You are projecting 1,000%. If you constantly feel the need to talk about other people's business, to put your nose in other people's business and to talk badly about them, no one's going to want to really be around that person because they realize that the minute you walk away from them, you're going to talk shit about them too. If you're talking shit, you're probably being pretty fake and that's because you're insecure. Shit talking comes from insecurity. And that is one thing that you do need to learn how to stop doing. It is a very toxic trait. I did mention in the last episode how our subconscious mind is only aware of ourselves. So when we're saying these things out loud about other people, our subconscious mind thinks we're talking about ourselves. It's also a projection of what our subconscious thinks about ourselves. So when you find yourself shit talking about a specific person, about a specific thing over and over and over again, you probably hate that thing in yourself. And it is something that you really need to examine. If you catch yourself talking shit, that is a toxic behavior and that tells you you are unhealed. Shit talking means unhealed person. I know when I was going through my divorce, I went through a phase where I was just so miserable about my situation that I couldn't stop talking about it. And I was visiting my family and every opportunity I got, I just was running my mouth. It was like verbal diarrhea and I couldn't get it to stop. And one of the last nights I was there, I was talking to my sister and she was telling me about her divorce and what she was going through. And it was so much worse than anything that I was going through, but she'd been so classy about it. She hadn't said one negative word. She never said anything that could ever come off as bad for her child to overhear her say about her, her father. And it was so important for me to learn that lesson that I don't want to be the person that talks shit constantly. And I ended up getting a a tattoo to match with one that she had just gotten then. And it's on my middle finger. And to this day, anytime I find myself talking shit in a way that I shouldn't, I rub that tattoo. And it's a reminder to me to be a better person and to be a better version of me. And remembering that sometimes we can be the toxic one. Remembering it's not always someone else. That sometimes we are the one who's causing the issues in our life. Having that behavior pointed out to us and recognizing that behavior yourself, you can start to realize where you're fucking yourself up. So for me, that tattoo is a good physical representation. Every time I rub that, it's a reminder to me to do better. So the next one I want to talk about ties into several of them that we've discussed already, and that is judging other people. Um, It ties in with hate and it ties in with shit talking. If we're constantly judging other people for things that they're doing, we're not looking at ourselves. It's not our job to judge other people. 
you know, even Christ says, judge lest you be judged. Like you're going to be judged the way that you judge other people. And like I said, hell is a place of our own creation. You judge yourself just as harshly, if not more so than others. And that's what you punish yourself with in hell. So if you can get that under control now, you never have to experience the depths of hell. You never have to experience those hardships because you've already kind of worked through it here. And so once you've worked through it, you understand where your punishment needs to be. If you've done the introspective work, if you've taken accountability for the things that you need to do and given an actual apology and moved on from it and never repeated the behavior, you'll never experience hell. You'll just get to experience the paradise part of it. And you can start to experience that paradise here on earth. But there is no paradise with judgment. If you're judging other people, you won't be in paradise. And I can promise you that. It doesn't matter how many times you've gone to church. It doesn't matter how many Hail Marys you've done. It doesn't matter how much charity work you've done. It doesn't matter. If you're still judging other people, if you're putting your nose in other people's business and treating other people differently because they're different than you, if you're judging other people's behaviors, you're not paying attention to yourself. Other people's life is their life. If it doesn't affect you, who fucking cares? It's not your business. Get your nose out of it. If you look at someone and they're walking down the street and they're heavy and you think, oh my God, why doesn't that fatty go to the gym? Ask yourself, why am I asking that to myself? Why am I saying that? Why is that my first thought instead of thinking, oh wow, they have a great smile. If you're pointing out negative in other people all the time, that's all you're going to look at in yourself too is the negative. You have to be willing to look at the positive in the world around you and find the beauty in the world around you because that's where the magic lies is in the beauty. If you see a gay couple holding hands walking down the street and your first thought is, ew, gross, instead of, oh, it's so wonderful that two people found love in this fucked up world, you have a problem. Christ said love everybody, full stop. He didn't stutter. Every single religion that talks about getting back to heaven, it talks about loving everyone unconditionally. It talks about not judging others. The path back to heaven comes from love. It comes from seeking out the beauty in the world around you and avoiding judging other people for behaviors that they choose to live their life in because just because it doesn't benefit your life to be gay doesn't mean it wouldn't benefit somebody else's life to be gay. Just because it doesn't benefit your life to like a certain movie doesn't mean that movie doesn't bring somebody else joy. Stop judging other people for their choices just because you don't understand them and they don't ring and resonate as true to you as they do to somebody else. It's not your fucking business what brings them joy. It's not your fucking business what they do in their life. If you are judging other people, you 100% are being toxic. And that's where you need to start looking into yourself and asking, why am I judging other people so harshly? Because that's not what is going to get you to heaven. That's what's going to get you to the other place. I know, I've been there. And it sucks. So trust me, stop judging people. Look at yourself now and ask yourself, why am I being so fucking hateful? Why am I being so judgy? Why am I talking shit all the time? We need to take the time to examine when we're being the toxic person. 
And that also includes when we're being toxic to ourselves. If we're avoiding our own feelings and tiptoeing around other people and we're not speaking up for ourselves and giving ourselves a voice, we're being toxic in many ways to ourselves. We deserve better. We deserve to find paradise here on earth. And you can do that by looking into yourself and realizing where are the behaviors you can change to start fixing your life now. And one of the first things that you can do is fixing where you're toxic. So start to pay attention in your day-to-day life. Pay attention to your energy while you're walking through and ask yourself, where am I being my best and where am I not being my best? Where can I find ways to improve? But do it with kindness. Speak to yourself the way you would speak to your inner child. Yeah, maybe you have been toxic. Maybe you've been shit-talking. Maybe you've been judging people. Maybe you've hated somebody for a long time. That's okay. You can change. It doesn't mean that you have to continue doing that. It doesn't mean that you have to punish yourself for doing it always. Taking accountability means finding the ways that you've wronged others, apologizing for it, and never repeating the behaviors. Allowing yourself forgiveness, allowing you to forgive yourself allows you to move forward and progress. And when you can make these changes in your life, it's the fastest way to realize what else in your life needs to fall away. Because when you start looking at yourself more, you realize you can't change other people, but you can change the people in your life. You don't have to stay surrounded by toxicity. You don't have to participate in toxicity. You can remove yourself from a toxic system and you can remove yourself from the toxicity that you've been placing on other people and you can take an opportunity to change. But the only person who can make you do that is you. It's a choice that you have to make. And I will go over more toxic traits in other episodes, but these are just the first ones I wanted to point out because they're the most glaring and obvious ones. It's obvious when you hate somebody. It's obvious when you're judging people. It's obvious when you're tiptoeing around people and when you're shit talking. These things are obvious. So take time to notice and ask yourself, why am I doing this? And does this benefit my energy? And if it doesn't benefit your energy and if you can't give a damn good reason why you are judging an entire group of people or hating an entire group of people, which I can tell you it doesn't exist. There is no damn good reason for hating anybody. But if you can't give yourself a damn good reason why that has anything to do with affecting your day-to-day life, then you need to let that behavior go. That needs to be a a behavior that you quit doing. Find a way to make it not happen. For me, with the shit talking, it was a tattoo. It was rubbing my tattoo to remember that this is something I didn't want to participate anymore. It's a conscious effort to say, I don't want to do these things anymore because I want to do better. That's the beauty of this life is we have choices all around us. We get to choose the future we want. And if you want a good future, the first place to look is at yourself and ask yourself, am I doing things to create the future I want? But more than that, doing things to create the future that you deserve. We deserve good things, especially when we do good things. It's like Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. The first place to look is within yourself. You can't change anyone around you. You can change you. So remember to look into yourself, but look with kindness. Be nice to yourself, goddammit. You deserve it. The rest of the world won't be nice. 
you should be nice to you always. So make the choice, take the time to notice, and go out there and be the change you want to see in the world.